Podcasting in Higher Education Podcasting, whether the term is familiar to you or foreign, is a growing means of communicating information. This article aims to introduce faculty to the role that podcasting is currently playing in academia and to provide a preview of some of the podcasting initiatives at the St. John's University Libraries. What is a podcast? A podcast is a type of informational broadcast that is saved as an audio file, generally in MP3 format, which can be uploaded to a server and downloaded by listeners at their convenience. The term podcast is somewhat of a misnomer. The neologism was proposed in order to convey the idea that this type of communication is highly portable, allowing for place-shifted information access, and could be played back at a time that was most convenient for the audience, allowing for time-shifted information access. The term podcast also enjoyed the advantage of rhyming with broadcast, so innovators capitalized on the association that listeners had with broadcasting and iPods. But it should be noted that these audio files can be downloaded to any MP3-compatible player, including computer desktops, laptops, or a variety of personal listening and handheld devices. How can iPods be useful in the classroom? Duke University's highly publicized iPod experiment was a program designed to encourage creative uses of technology in education and campus life. Forty-eight classes participated in the inaugural program, and Duke's self-evaluation at year-end highlighted many beneficial uses of academic podcasting. Duke faculty used podcasts to disseminate pre-recorded content, guest lectures, music, and language clips, and to record lectures and discussions in the classroom. The classroom podcasts facilitated student use for playback and review of difficult material. It also allowed for multiple repetitions for students who had difficulty with English and enabled students to review class materials while multitasking, for example, while commuting or exercising. Some students were inspired to create podcasts outside of the classroom, for example, recording interviews or environmental sounds, which could then be incorporated into the classroom discussions and projects. Use of in-classroom and out-of-classroom recordings were seen to be most helpful in music and language courses, where there was an increase of frequency and depth of student interaction. The Duke evaluation addressed initial concerns that access to lectures outside of the classroom might have a negative impact on in-class attendance. But the findings were inconclusive, and Duke proposed to study these concerns over the 2005-2006 academic year. Following upon the successes at Duke, Purdue University has taken on podcasting as well, setting up a podcast service, BoilerCast, to deliver podcasts of their lectures through RSS subscription, streaming audio, or through direct downloads. In addition to the benefits noted in the Duke experiment, Purdue points out that podcasts can serve as the basis for classroom lecturers to listen to and improve upon their lecture delivery. Purdue and Drexel University have both capitalized on the on-demand characteristic of podcasting by recording frequently needed orientation material to be made available at temporal and spatial point of need. Purdue offered a podcast tour of their library, akin to the self-guided audio tours found in museums. In a similar vein, Drexel University has recently introduced podcasting into their distance education program using a series of podcasts called e-learning minutes to orient students to the distance learning program in general, and to orient students to the use of online classroom materials, such as discussion boards, in particular. It is noted that such orientation podcasts could be useful for both bricks and mortar and online learning environments.
In July of 2005, the University of Florida started making audio news files available to their community, including podcasting addresses made by the president and reports on faculty research being done at the university. In late August of this year, the University of Western Ontario started the Western in Five weekly news podcasts. Western in Five programs are produced by Western's journalism department in conjunction with the Department of Communications and Public Affairs. How can podcasts be useful in the university at large? On a larger scale, Duke's evaluation of the institutional impacts of the iPod experiment included increased communication between faculty, library, and IT departments. This, in turn, led to more discussion regarding the role of instructional technology in the curriculum, in addition to better collaborative planning both within the university and with other institutions. As seen in the previous applications, podcasts can be used as a learning tool, an effective communication tool for the existing community, and a draw for potential students as well. How can the library's podcasts be useful to you? St. John's University Libraries have started to create podcasts of library lectures, student service learning essay winners, an audio tour of the Queen's Library, and some invited faculty and student papers which reflect on the academic life at St. John's experiences. These projects are aimed at enlivening academic and student life engagement, enriching faculty resources, and promoting the kinds of projects that make St. John's a unique educational environment. Our first podcast, a poetry reading by Maria Maziati-Gellen at the Queen's Campus Library, serves as a fine example for how podcasts can be part of an enriched multimedia, asynchronous, educational, and cultural experience. Gillen's engaging poetry focuses on growing up in Patterson, New Jersey, as the daughter of Italian immigrant parents. One faculty member is incorporating the podcast into his English poetry class and was glad that his Staten Island students would benefit from this Queen's event. Discover New York and social science faculty might also use this podcast as a primary resource for immigration studies. The libraries look forward to continuing to support academic programs that choose to use podcasts and is taking a proactive role in compiling both commercial and in-house podcasts to further develop the information commons. We do so in an effort to support faculty who would like to incorporate podcasts into their courses right now, and in order to familiarize ourselves with podcasting technologies in anticipation of growing applications and archiving needs. In-house podcasts of library instruction and extramural lectures will be supplemented with a web page index to the podcast itself and to materials such as PowerPoint slides, Captivate videos, or other documentation, as well as resources referenced during the podcast. We welcome feedback on these offerings and look forward to collaborating with faculty on providing salient and exciting new resources. If you would like more information about podcasting, please contact eServices at St. John's EDU. This concludes the podcast. Thank you for your time and attention.